Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. 608 on the dot. Welcome to the uh, Monday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Hope you all had a great, happy, safe, uh, and fun weekend. We're going to have some fun for the next two hours. Uh, in an hour and 35 minutes, Johnny Kilboss is going to join us with a fast food review. And I think this is going to be a groundbreaking fast food review. I think we're going to be breaking some fast food news. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the new dastardly deed during COVID, the digital dine and dash. This really annoys me. You know what a dine and dash is, right, Chuck? I mean, I don't know if you had any sit-down restaurants in Whitefish, Montana. Not too many, but, but you know, a few. you know what a dine and dash I is, do. right? You can't do that in Whitefish, right? No. Like everyone knows everybody. Yes. Chuck skips Everyone's out on carrying. his no. country fried steak. <laughs> no oh. one does that. Uh, if you skip out on your country fried steak, your dad gets a call, be like, "Hey, Mister Low T, uh, sure, little Chuck, dined and dash. Can't do that." Nope. All right. Uh, but now this is the digital Dine and Dash. I'll tell you that in a second. But today is Monday. What do we do, Longori, every Monday on the show? Let's play Millennial Match oh, Game. Oh, yeah. Joining us from her palatial Buckhead estate, she is the queen of Millennial Match Game. She is our buddy, Randy Okray. How are you, Randy? What's going on, Marky According to your Instagram stories, you were only at six or seven spots where you could have got COVID this weekend. So that was a slow weekend for you. You know what, listen, I was back in Dallas visiting my family, so I was safe, okay? Uh-huh, uh-huh, passing the hookah with your grandma. Anyway, <laughs> Randy's the queen of uh, Millennial Match Game. Randy, I'm going to let you think about today's category, okay? It is uh, superheroes' real identities, okay? Superheroes' real identities. So think about that. Let's meet our contestants on the phone. Ben is in Woodstock. Ben, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. I'm uh, just a mechanic, driving home from work, dirty, ready to get home and get a shower. My man, you got a good day's work in. What do you specialize in, Ben? Uh, mostly Japanese imports, Toyota, Honda, Acura, Infiniti, uh, Nissan, stuff like that. I actually married a Japanese import. All right. Yeah, my wife was born in Japan. How about that? I never thought about that. All right, thanks for playing, uh, Ben. You're going to be taking on Bill in Stockbridge. Bill, welcome to the show. Tell the folks Thank at home you. a little bit about yourself. Well, let's see. I was, uh, I'm from California originally. Been here about 22 years. I'm, re- I'm a retired real estate broker. So. Very nice. Enjoy retirement. All right, so I got good yeah. news. Since you're on a fixed income, prize pack is pretty cool tonight. In honor of the CW new series, Superman and Lois, the winner of tonight's Millennial Match Game, will get a $100 Visa gift card. And don't forget to watch Superman and Lois Tuesday at 9 on Atlanta CW69. All right, so it's it's real uh, superheroes, real identities, guys. So I'm going to say uh, the name of their their actual their name, real name, their real name, and then you have to let you have to guess whether that millennial Randy will know the superhero that goes with the real name. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you an example. This one's really easy. This one doesn't count, Randy Clark Kent. 
Clark Kent. That's the real name of what superhero? Superman. That is Superman. Exactly right. So, again, guys, you don't need to know the answer. You just have to guess whether or not Millennial Randy will know the answer. So it's a flip of a coin. Good luck to all. Uh, as always, uh, Millennial Match Game brought to you by, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. All right, here's uh, the first question for Ben. Uh, all right. This superhero's real identity is Natasha Romanoff. Natasha Romanoff. Will Millennial Randy mm -hmm. know what superhero had the real name of Natasha Romanoff? No. I don't think so either. I wouldn't have gotten this one. Randy, Natasha Romanoff is the real name of what superhero? Okay, like I, I don't know off the top, but let's think this through, okay? Yes. So Natasha. Natasha, that's maybe like a Russian spy type of person, right? I would think like so, yeah. Name. Natasha, so yeah. I, I get somebody that, you know, she's a she's a she's a um she's a woman, obviously. Yeah. Okay, um uh it's not Catwoman. Not Catwoman, uh, no. Is, is it in the Marvel? Is she in the Marvel? Like, what, comic series or something? Deborah says yes. I have no idea. Okay, okay. I feel like I remember a lady named Natasha in black, but I don't, I, I can't remember the freaking name. Go with that. Go with your gut. So is, is it something black? Go with your gut. Black Spider. Black Spider. I'm going to give it to her. It's Black Widow. Black Widow. Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, is that Scarlett Johansson's character? All right, I would have gotten that. Uh, I mean, I would not have gotten that, but I, I would have, I would get Scarlett is what I'm saying. Anyway, all right, uh, Bill, you're up. Bill, this Superman, uh, superhero's real name is Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Will Millennial Randy know what superhero has the real name of Peter Parker? Yes. She better. She, she gonna, better. Ooh, Bill pressure. says yes. Bill, uh, Peter Parker uh, is what superhero's real name? Randy, you're asking me? Yeah, you're up, buddy. This is your game. Okay. Well, I mean, I heard Bill. I was confused. Um, <laughs> that is going to be Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Ooh, I like the old school uh, music. I was five years old. This came on. I ran flights of stairs to dive in front of the TV. All right, Millennial Match Game. Superheroes' real identities continue. Uh, it is Ben's turn. Ben, uh, yeah. Dr. Bruce Banner. Dr. Bruce Banner. Well, Millennial Randy know what superhero's real name was Dr. Bruce Banner. Yeah. Randy, Dr. Bruce Banner, what superhero was that? Oh, 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 that sounds so familiar. Okay, um, 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 uh, oh, I feel like it's one of the, the uh, um, Oh, he wore glasses. Uh, yep. uh, the Hulk, the Hulk, the Hulk, the Hulk. Dr. Right? David Banner, yeah. physician, scientist, searching for a way to tap into the hidden strength. I had of nightmares about the Hulk TV show when I was a kid. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> I would literally, I, I had a nightlight till I was 19 years old. Because I'd always fear that Lou Ferrigno would bust through my door. And... It had such a Twilight Zone open. Yeah, that was if a freaky show. Eyes, that feels like it's a Twilight Zone episode. That, that scared the crap out of me. Uh, end of round one of Millennial Match Game. What is the score, Deborah Green? Tied up 1-1. One, one. Millennial Match Game continues, as always, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. Superheroes, real identities, alter egos. Uh, it is ba Bill's turn. Bill, uh, this superhero's real name was T'Challa. T'Challa. Will Millennial Randy know what superhero had that real name? Uh, I'm going to go with no. Randy, T'Challa was what uh, real name for what superhero? Okay, I hope I don't disapp disappoint the culture, but I feel like that is, uh, you know, um, Black Panther. Uh, T'Challa. 
Um, no. <clears throat> Amatam Sanhua. That is correct, Randy. That is correct. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. You respected for the culture. That is Black Panther. All right. Uh, ooh, Ben is up. Ben, this uh, superhero's real name was Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Will Millennial Randy know what superhero had the real name of Tony Stark? I think so. I hope she does. I think I think she'll get this one too. Randy, Tony Stark. What real superhero? What uh, real name for what superhero is that? Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Oh my God! It doesn't even ring a bell. No. Okay, Tony. Tony. What? Oh my God! Pressure. Um. Can, can I get a clue? It's a dude. Like, come on! I know it's a dude. <laughs> Tony Stark. It sounds Italian or something, but. This is um, not Italian, no. I know he's not. Tony Stark. What was his special power? He's a he's a white guy. That's his power. <laughs> Are you serious? Um. Okay. It's, it's something I should know. Okay. So I know it's not Batman. What's another? Um. Ooh. Ooh. What's the guy? Flash? Is it Flash? Is it Flash? No. Oh, oh, my. Iron Man. Iron <laughs> Dang it. Tony Stark. Yeah, Tony Stark's superpower. He's a really rich white dude. That's his superpower. Yeah. Erickson could be Tony Stark if he wanted to. Like, right? He could. All right. Uh, whose turn is it, Deborah Green? I'm it's a- Bill's turn. Bill, uh, ooh, this superhero's uh, real name is Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Well, Millennial Randy, no, it's superhero's real name is Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah. She better. All right, Randy, Bruce Wayne. What superhero is that? That's Batman. <laughs> I think I'd I think I'd rather hear Randy sing that. Randy, you do the jingle instead of that. How does it go? <laughs> Batman. <laughs> oh, all right. Good job, Randy. All right. Uh, it is Ben's turn. Ben. Yeah. I don't. I'm not gonna. Uh, I, I don't can't want... believe she missed Iron Man. I know, I know, I know. I, I'm trying to get you back in the game. I don't think Ra- I'm going to give you my my opinion on this. I don't think Randy's okay. going to get this one. All right. So, oh, God. Uh, the the superhero's real name is Scott Lang. Scott Lang. Well, Millennial Randy knows superhero's real name is Scott Lang. Again, I think she will not get this. I don't think so either. I would not have gotten this. Randy Scott Lang is oh, the God. real name of what superhero? Lang, 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 Lang. He's not Asian, no? <laughs> He's not Asian, no. Not um, Asian. Uh, what's the first name? Scott Lang. Scott Lang. Is it a new character or is it an old, like, superhero? Uh, they're, all, they're all the same age. He's been around. This is, I think this... Superheroes around when I was a kid. Not a not a not one of the most popular ones, but he's been around. Scott okay, Lang. So not popular. Not popular. Uh, not one of the big yeah. three. Who's in the big three? Not like Superman, Spider-Man, Batman. Not one of those guys. What's the other good? And I missed the freeze because his name was Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say this is a no, Randy. No, a man, man. Ant Man. Oh, I never watched Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd, Ant Man. You know? Oh shoot! Oh shoot! All right. Uh, end of round two of Millennial Match Game. What is the score, Deborah Green? Still tied. Now we're at two-two. All right. No need to get upset, Ben and Bill. We're still tied. Don't worry. There's still a chance to win this hundred-dollar Visa gift card, courtesy of uh, Superman and Lois. Tuesday at 9 p.m. on Atlanta's CW69. We'll be right back. Millennial Match Game with everybody's favorite, Randy. This is the Mark Aram Show. 
Final round of Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. What is the score and who's up, Deborah Green? All right, we're looking at a 2-2 tie, and it's Bill's turn. All right, Bill, here we go. A superhero's right. real identity. Uh, this superhero's real identity was Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson. Will Millennial Randy know who uh, Wade Wilson was? Uh, no. Randy, Wade Wilson, real quick, what superhero was that? I know it because of Snapchat, Deadpool. This is a different kind of superhero. You know it because story. of Snapchat? Mr. Yeah, they, they got the, they got the, the dance. The dance. We do this dance on Snapchat. Snapchat. I, right, right, I, don't, I don't need to know. I don't uh. need to know. All right. Uh, all right. It is Ben's turn. Ben, Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers. Will Millennial Randy know what superhero's real name was Steve Rogers? Yes. Randy, Steve Rogers. What superhero is that? Um... Well, Mr. Rogers was a hero to a lot of people, right? Indeed, indeed. Mr. Rogers yeah, still to this day is... Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> no? Um, okay, I don't know. What you I got, no Captain? Clue. What you got, Captain? Oh, Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I know. I just I think I made Bill mad. Did I make Bill mad there by giving that clue? <laughs> Uh, don't don't worry about it, guys. Because uh, thanks to our friends at Atlanta CW, you are both getting a hundred dollar Visa gift card. So you're oh, all winners. Right. Yes. So hang on the line. Low T Chuck's gonna get some info from you. You guys were fantastic, Randy. You were fantastic as always, my dear. Tell the folks about your podcasting career. Yes, guys. Please follow my podcast, Black Educated and Broke, every Friday, as well as the Power Pod. Power Pod, Black uh, Educated and Broke, and the Mark Aram Show, the Queen of Millennial Match Game. Randy, oh. amazing job as always. Uh, we'll talk Thank to you, you soon, buddy. Bye, guys. We'll uh, we'll be right back after news, weather, and traffic. Having fun on a Monday. It's the Mark Aram Show. Hi, this is Lewis Gusset Jr. This is the Mark Aram Show. And if you have any common sense, you should listen to the Mark Aram Show. Chris Chandler shot a look in here. If looks could kill, I I had no we we Longoria had nothing to do with that little thing. You recovered like a champ though, buddy. Welcome to the uh, Mark Aram Show. It's 639, 52 degrees on Peachtree Street. Johnny Kilbasa will join us in one hour with a fast food review. I do want to talk about food and another uh, sad thing that's rolled out of this pandemic, the digital Dine and Dash. So I mentioned at the top of the show, for those of you listening that don't know what dining and dashing is, I'm I'm sure most of us do, but if you don't, that's when you go into a restaurant, you order a big meal, and you dip out before the check comes, or the check comes and you just don't pay. Dining and dashing. Um, I am a, even before I worked at a restaurant, I was a big uh, hater of dining and dashing. I remember my friends, I grew up in a small town, not as small as Whitefish, Montana. My friends would try to dine and dash at Friendly's. And I'm like, I, I, we come here three times a week. You know, there's not many dining options here. And you want to dine and dash at, at like our mainstay? Like, get the hell out of here. Like, you pay for your damn meal. And on all my years as a waiter, I never had anyone dine and dash, which was good. Uh, I'm sure my owner would have taken care of it. He was a uh, generous, gregarious dude. Um, Alberto Annunziata would have just written it off. Uh, but the new, the new thing during the trend here is uh, digital dining and dashing. And what that is... So obviously, uh, with restaurant closures and limited capacity and only outdoor seating, more and more people are ordering online, like me, DoorDash, Uber Eats, uh, Grubhub, all the things. And this new scam for the digital Dine and Dash is, so you pay for these services through your credit card. Like Longoria, you've got your Discover card. Chuck's got his Rush card. Deborah's got the MX Platinum. And it's linked up to your, your DoorDash or your Uber Eats account. 
So what you do is you order food. Well, Deborah probably doesn't. Let's say Longoria. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's say Longoria. You order your bison fillet from, okay, yeah, from yeah. Ted's Montana Grill. Yeah. I know you're pretty a fan expensive. Of that. I don't want to pay for that. Exactly. <laughs> Someone uh, else paid for that. And and uh, and a side of tater tots from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. So someone else. Get, someone to feed me. Hand. Someone hand feed yeah. you tater tots, and then you get the food, whatever, and then you dispute the charge with your credit card company. You call up Discover and be like, "Hey, um, I never got my tater tots," or the bison fillet was way overcooked. It was awful. I had to throw it away. And they reverse the charges. And Ted's, or whatever restaurant you order, gets screwed out of the meal. And it's happening so much in L.A. that restaurants in L.A. are now going out of business. They can't do it anymore because so many people are doing these, and what they're calling them fraudulent char- chargebacks. I'm sure if you have an issue, I've had some issues with deliveries, and I just put it on, like, Uber Eats. They'll be like, well, what happened? I'm like, well, they forgot my queso. Which is always, you know, can you imagine my, you know, you order a nice Mexican meal and they forget the queso. That's huge. And, yeah. <laughs> and Uber Eats is nice and they'll just char- they'll just give me a credit, a $5 credit or whatever it was. Or if if they sent the wrong, whatever. Uber Eats is pretty proactive, right. but I only do it for legitimate reasons. Yeah, definitely. But apparently people are, are just doing that. They're running amok with the digital dine and dash and a perfectly fine meal. They're just disputing it. So restaurants are now closing rather than having to deal with that. That's horrendous. If you're doing that, shame on you. I know we're all trying to watch our, our wallets and pinch our pennies and tighten the budgets, but like that, that's that's hurting, especially that these are local restaurants. This isn't like the Cheesecake Factory. Right, right. You know, this is uh, this one restaurant is uh, Spoon by H. It's a little family restaurant, a Korean cafe, a fusion cafe, and, and he's closing up shop because he's getting, uh, he had a chargeback for a $700 order. Oh Lord! Yeah, like you can't. If you're a small business owner, yeah, you, you can't, you no, can't survive you can't that. that. So that's despicable. That I mean, that's just awful. Regular dining dashing is bad enough, but to do the digital dine and dash, at some point the apps have to step in with the credit card company and be like, you know, Longoria's done this six times in a row. Right. Yeah. This, you know, there there has to be some sort of oversight, or else you know these these small businesses are getting. I'm assuming. Looking at the four bananas here. Well, three bananas and me. I don't think anyone has dined in Dash here. Have you ever dined in Dash, Longoria? No, I wasn't the originator of it. I ran because I was going to oh, get stuck. But you were, you were part of a party that dined Yeah, they Dash. took off, and I was like, oh, I ain't paying for this. I don't have enough money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you were just caught up in the... Yeah, the, yeah, it wasn't my idea. You got caught up in a riptide. I did. A dining Dash yeah, riptide. Deborah, is, did you ever uh, order cheese curds and not pay for them in Wisconsin? <laughs> My hometown was very small, too. Yeah. There was no way to... You knew everybody exactly. in town, so they just would have called my parents, and yeah. my parents would have yelled at me. Exactly. Yeah. Chuck, once you moved out of Whitefish, Montana, did you ever dine and dash in Missouri, maybe? No, not not like what you're talking about yeah. when I was in track, Division One athlete. Um, <laughs> when we would go to dinner... You could, you'd be a great diner and dasher. With, when we would go to dinner with some of the freshmen, yeah. we would all sort of one by one excuse ourselves and leave them with the bill. Oh, yeah, that's acceptable. So that kind of thing. As long as it gets paid. It got paid, paid yeah, yeah, but it was always by somebody else. But never where we left them, like, in the lurch and just left. No, All right. Never. So I, I just wanted to shed light. If you're doing that, if you're doing the digital, or any Dine and Dash, but especially the digital one, shame on you. That's just awful. Uh, I want to talk about this whole principle of dining and dashing. If you have any uh, interesting stories, if you were the diner and dasher or you work somewhere and someone dined and dash, or this, or your take on this whole digital dining and dashing. I've said dining and dashing 92 times in the last five minutes. Dining and dashing. 
uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 653, 52-ish degrees on Peachtree Street. News, weather, and traffic straight ahead in seven minutes. Talking about this dastardly deed of digital dining and dashing. That was almost poetic. Dastardly deed of digital dining and dashing uh, sweeping uh, the nation where instead of the traditional dining and dashing, well, Chuck will go in and order his elk steak and fries and then leave without paying. This is on the delivery uh, services. You get your food, you get it home, you eat it. And then you dispute the charges with your credit card company. I think that's just awful. Have you ever dined in Dash or you ever been dined and dashed on? 404-872-0750, wsb talk Tom joins us in Woodstock, Georgia. Tom, welcome to the program. Thank you. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Just a quick story. It was when my wife and I were first married, and her boss ended up getting a promotion. He was going to be moving to California and the group was so excited that they went out and drank themselves drunk. The guy that picked up the bill walked out with the credit card receipt. There were only three people that were left, and my wife called me, and she said, Tom, she goes, you have to come and pay this bill for us. No one has enough money on their credit card to pay the bill, so I had to go bail my wife out of this bar and pay for their bar bill for the whole night. So I'm, I think I'm missing it. So you, you, they're out partying. Uh, you run, they're running up a tab, uh, and then who leaves? Th- that th- the, guy, the guy that gave his credit card got the receipt back, signed the receipt, but he took all the copies with him. So they had nothing. Oh, wow. So then they they said, you know, well, where's the guy that had the receipt? And they said, well, he left. And they said, well, he didn't give us the receipt. So they had nothing. The bar had nothing to, to, to you know, to close up the bill sure, for them. Sure, sure. Now, so that's so, what's weird is, so as long as the the transaction went through, like, they were going to get their money. They just didn't have proof they were going to get it. So they might have, I mean, did you get reimbursed for that, Tom, or how did that work out? Well, no, I didn't get reimbursed for it, but I told my wife, and, and as it turned out, this was back in the late 80s, well, long, long before the days of Uber or anything like that. And the the three people that were left, none of them were in shape to drive at all. So what we had to do, I had to put all three of those people in my car and take them home for that night. So I ended up being the payer of the bill for the evening. And, and my wife and I, we actually all worked at the same company. My wife and I worked at the same company at the time. Um, and it, it was just one of those things where I, I did get some money from the, the three people that were left, but like the four people, the guy that left with his credit card and, you know, all the, I never got any of the money for that. Oh, that's awful. That. How much was the bill? Do you remember? Oh, it, it, it was like seven or $800. Oh my God. In the eighties. That's like $50,000 today. <laughs> that, well, <laughs> well, you're, are you still, again, are you still married, Tom? We yes, we are still married. Um, it'll be uh, thirty six years here in Congratulations. about. Congratulations! Well, you are a good husband. I I mean, I know Chuck wouldn't do that. Longoria would do that. You would. That's you would, not eight hundred bucks. No, you wouldn't pay the bill, but you'd come pick her oh, up. Oh, I'd come pick him up and help yeah. her dad. Be like, hey, peace out with that credit card. Yeah, guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You find you find Johnny with the credit card. Yeah. Kirk's in social circle. Kirk, welcome to the program. Hey, how are you doing? What's up, I brother? Was a waiter. I was a waiter at a place called Victoria Station 
on Piedmont Avenue back in the early 80s as a waiter and uh, had a bill of about $75. And this guy, I mean, they were, they were, it was a four, four people, two gentlemen dressed in suits. They were all really nice, and they skedaddled on me. So running out on Piedmont Avenue, we jumped in front of the car, and the guy ended up paying me. Wow. So it actually worked. I wouldn't recommend that for the young waiters and waitresses out there listening right now. Don't run out. And, uh, Kirk was different. You know, he was he was a big dude in the 80s. I wouldn't do that now. I wouldn't jump in front of a car for a, a bill. Interesting. All right. Digital dining and dashing. Dastardly deed in the age of COVID. Your dining and dashing stories when we come back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole gang here tonight, Devara Green, the executive producer of the show, Longoria, the skinny, stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window, Low T. Chuck, screens them calls. Coming up in uh, exactly 30 minutes, Johnny Kilbasa with some huge fast food news. Um, I'll continue to take your calls on the dining and dashing story. Uh, the update during the COVID times, now the dastardly deed of digital dining and dashing, where you order uh, food through a delivery service like Grubhub or Uber Eats. You eat the food, and then you uh, contact your credit card company, dispute the charge, and the restaurant gets stuck. And uh, it's happening so much in L.A. Restaurants, local restaurants, like small mom-and-pop shops are actually closing up because they can't survive that. We're going to get back to your calls in just a second. 404-872-0750, wsb talk But first, quick, uh, I haven't talked to the Bananas off the air about their weekends. Deborah, how was your weekend as you continue uh, the Lent fasting? Yeah, uh, mostly just did a bunch of stuff around the house that needed to get done. Painting and... Painting, cleaning out the garage, yeah. stuff like that. Good, all mm-hmm. right. You're, you're, you're a go-getter. You're a doer. You <laughs> get just don't st- like a mess. You're like Maya. You get things done. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not a guy that gets things done. Maya has to tell you, hey, let's do this. No, she just has to do she it. She just does it on her but, own. But uh, if she tells me to do something, I'll do it. But I don't have that gene where I just get mm-hmm. stuff done. Longo, how was your weekend? Oh, you had your uh, daughter's Lego party. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, she had a fun time. I saw the nice pictures. That's yeah. pretty cool. A couple of little um, um, kids from down the street came and hung out. and Lego, Lego cake? They were there for like five hours. Nice. They probably went home around 6 o'clock at Very night. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, they, they had a good, right. fun, good time. Good. Well, happy belated. Anything else this weekend? No, we All just right. did that. Um, that wiped us out. Me and Leslie were done on Sunday. There you go. Fair enough. Yeah. And luckily, the kids can't come in your room, so you got to know, just, yeah. just crash just out on Sunday. <laughs> put on music. Uh, low T. Chuck, how was your weekend, buddy? It was good. Uh, nothing noteworthy. Uh, hot year. Chuck's... A hot wife neighbor posted a hilarious picture on social media. There's it's picture... not though it's a picture, it's her caption. Yeah, so this picture of Chuck holding the two kids, uh, Jackson Abernathy, Hainsbridge III, and Ella. And what was the caption on the picture? Oh, she Something made like, some comment about how she met this single guy. Single dad in the park. At the park who looked like he was overwhelmed with the kids. She gave, she goes, I gave him my digits. We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, I, I slept and ate all weekend. Um, Saturday night, Maya took me out to dinner to celebrate our rating success. We went to a place called Ruby Chow's. 
near Pond City Market. Unbelievable. Unbelievable food. I highly recommend If we can get them to bring the food in, Deborah, if, if we can get those food things back in. All right. I'll see what I can do. They had, uh, do you know those little buns, like the little Asian buns? You know what I'm talking about, Longoria? Like sure. little pork buns or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they had uh, a, a Peking duck oh. in, the, in that little white. Little, yeah. you don't know what I'm talking about. I, I, I saw your pictures. I oh, Alex Williams. Yeah, yeah. 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 Alex yes. did not yeah, know. But they had a, a soft shell crab BLT one, which nice. was oh my god, it was so. Yeah. Uh, thanks again for Maya for dinner. It was fantastic. All right, talking about I did not dine in Dash. Neither well, Maya might have. I don't know. I just assumed she paid the bill. Have you ever dined in Dash or been dined in Dash on? Vince is in College Park. Vince, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you? I'm doing all right. Dine in um, Dash. You ever done it, or is it done to you? I've never done it, but I had it done to me a couple of times. Um, they were both pretty unintentional. Um, once I was a bartender at a downtown Atlanta hotel and had a customer come in, and they ended up moving to a table, and he didn't pay the bill. So the uh, the next day he came back in, and he was like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Did we pay the bill? I'm like, no, but it's not a problem. He took care of it. Um, he spoke to the manager, and she told him, no, it's not a problem. He was a regular customer, so they knew who he was. Well, that's good. He Well, he ended up paying. He bought a drink, paid the bill, left me a really large tip, plus what he had, didn't pay the day before. So Interesting. I made like 500 bucks. Now, I would think that's a common uh, you know, common thing to happen where you drink at the bar and you just assume that the bill is going to be transferred over to your dinner check. That's That stinks for the bartender usually, though, right? I mean, you want to you well, close that tab out. Well, he just, he just forgot to... Uh, because he did pay it, but he just didn't give me his credit card. Now, so I've, I've heard a rumor, Vince. He left it. Um, this is, uh, again, this is not my firsthand knowledge, but I've heard that in the uh, adult shoe show industry, you know what I'm talking about, Vince? I've heard of those. Places. Yeah, so yeah. allegedly that, that's been such a problem with the chargebacks. Like people will be, like Longoria will go to the champagne room, spend $1,200, and then dispute it with his credit card company and say, hey, I wasn't even at the shoe show. Um, so now, again, I don't have firsthand knowledge of this, but I know there's an establishment in Atlanta, a very popular one, that um, if you go to the VIP room, they fingerprint you, and they put us, uh, they they fingerprint you and put your finger. Mark Aram on ninety five point five WSB Atlanta's news and talk. Well, sorry about that. We had uh, we had a technical issue here. First time in my twenty three years of broadcasting WSB Radio, anything like that. Like everything in the uh, studio just went, bzzz, and I couldn't hear anything, and I couldn't turn my mic off. But we're good now. Everyone sound good. I mean, I can hear you. Yeah, okay. I can hear you. All right, we're broadcasting. All right, all right, yeah. all right good. All right, uh, that was just really weird. I couldn't hear anything. Our mics wouldn't turn off. And there's still a couple of things that aren't totally kosher, but as long as we can still broadcast. So I apologize. The last guy hung up on me. I didn't. I didn't hang up on you, sir. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, a technical yeah, problem. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> anyway, a shoe show places uh, now allegedly oh, now fingerprinting you to prove like so people can't charge back. Yeah, that's like, smart. No, Longori was in the champagne room. Yeah, we yeah. have his fingerprint yeah. and a bill for tater tots. Yeah. Uh, Alan is up next in the Mark Aram Show. Alan, can you hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. Excellent. I, I heard. I heard that and was like what? Anyway, <laughs> um, I I have never done that or or been in a circumstance where it's happened. But I tell you, I want to give anybody any ideas. And of course, your your audience is so classy; they would never do correct, anything. Correct, correct. Like yes, sir. But um, anyways, uh, 
you go in these uh, restaurants, especially a lot of the takeout places or fast food, uh, they have a, a place where it's staged to where people, you know, they do their order and then they just go pick it up. Yes. So it's all just sitting there, and I'm thinking, how easy would that be just to walk up and pick up one of those big bags full of food and walk off? It's kind of like the old pizza deal, you know, where you, the pizza delivery guy, and then you, especially when uh, Domino's used to have it where they had the trucks, and, uh, you know, when we were in school, we could just go out there and uh, sure, pick it up sure. out of the truck. Now, uh, like yeah. Jer- Jersey Mike's, you ever heard of Jersey Mike's, Alan? They have yes, a whole sir. thing now where you walk in, there's like a shelf on the left with all the to-go orders for Uber Eats or whatever, or, if you, or you order ahead. What's preventing people from just going in there and be like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Frank, thanks, you know, and just taking uh, the... You just gave a bunch of people that idea. The turkey sub. Let's see if we can go to Alex Williams in the traffic center. He doesn't know food, but he picked up, He used to pick up food for me quite a bit, especially Panera Breakfast. They had a similar thing, right, Alex, where you'd walk in... Uh, I'd order online at Panera, and they was just you just grab the bag and and take off. Yeah, in and out real quick. So you could have you know stolen three bags. Who knows? <laughs> That's true. You could have dined in. I miss I those would never days. Do that. Uh, those were great days. We would, I would send Alex out to Panera breakfast for like I don't know at least three times a week, right? Oh yeah, you should have bought stock in them. Yeah, it was good. It, and now <laughs> it's food. Yeah, here it's exactly exactly like one of our mainstays. Uh, B is in Atlanta. B, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how you doing, Mark? Hey, B. Longoria, Longoria, and the crew. How y'all doing? Pretty good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I was just saying how the conversation was right up my alley, and then it turned left talking about the shoe show. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "This is all hypothetical, hypothetical shoe show stuff." Right, right, right. I'm a delivery driver for a couple of these apps that we're talking about. Yeah. And I wanted to say that the fraud I think happens when um, you know during COVID they've changed the policy where a lot of people are asking the bags to be left outside of their doors, and people say, "Hey, I didn't get it" or whatever, oh. and you know the company is left with trying to figure out whether they're going to charge you know the, the restaurant or pay for it or what or what have you. Um, but um, also, I, I wanted to say real quick, if if um, maybe you're looking for a topic another day, let's talk about the tipping on those those apps we're talking about in this conversation. Um, People aren't tipping enough, if at all. It, that's that's horrible. It's what it is. Yeah, um, when somebody's bringing your food to you in the rain, and you know, I think you should, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, should try to compensate them. You should tip it. I, the way I look at it is, I tip it as uh, like a restaurant, right? Like if exactly. I, if I'm going to tip twenty percent at a restaurant, I'm tipping my Uber Eats driver or DoorDash driver, 20%. It's funny you say that, B, because Maya, my wife, does the drop at the door option um, just because right. of ease. I always like to go outside and meet them and say, hey, thanks for doing this, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, Well, what well you- since, this, with, since the change, what I've been doing myself is even if they don't ask for it to be dropped at the door, because I've had people you know, receive food and then tell the company that they didn't, re- they didn't receive it. So I've actually been taking photos of me handing the, p- the person their food. And before I close out that order, I send them a copy of them receiving their food. So if oh, good. they want to try thought after that, then, hey, <laughs> yeah. I got your photo. You got to do the fingerprint, B, like uh, like, <laughs> like they do at the shoe show. So just a quick shout-out. So sad, this is how uh, just ridiculous my life is with food. So my takes me this amazing dinner at uh, Ruby Chow's. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> I mean, it was, it's really amazing. I had, I had like four cocktails, Chuck. I never had four cocktails. I was just having a That's great a time. We were even outside. It was beautiful. And 
at the end of dinner, they're like, you dessert? You know, you dessert. <laughs> they actually talk to English. Do you want dessert? And <laughs> mine are like, no, no, we're stuffed. We, we, you know, can't, I can't eat anymore because we were. And then the Uber ride home because we were, you know, drinking. And then I get home, I'm like, oh, I wish we got dessert. And Maya's, <laughs> Maya's like, yeah, me too. So this is, I mean, this is one of the good things about 2021. I got on Uber Eats and I ordered a cookie selection from not as famous cookie company. Have you guys ever heard of this? No, no. Oh, and they're like, it's so funny. Uber Eats knows me so well. They're like, if you spend a dollar more, you'll save $8. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, uh, let's get a pint of ice cream to go with this. So I get a pint of ice cream. If they, they know me too. They're like, it's a buck, Aaron. Buy something else. So Mike's like, why didn't you just buy another cookie for a dollar? I'm like, well, ice cream, you know. Cookies and ice cream. Yeah, so we heated the cookie. Oh, it was so good. But a shout out to Not As Famous Cookie Company. Really good cookie. I love it. It's 10 p.m. I can order cookies and ice cream delivered to my door. Unbelievable. Steve is in uh, beautiful Dunwoody, Georgia, home of little Sanjay. How are you, Steve? I'm good, Mark. How are you? Excellent. What you got? Uh, well, I'm talking about the uh, thing. So, you know, I'm Steve from McKendrick's, by the way. Oh, hey, um, Steve. What's, oh, oh, yeah. Do you, yeah. That's a big ticket restaurant, McKendrick's. Do people ever oh, die yeah. to dash there? Uh, we we had one guy pre-pandemic uh, uh, who would come in. He came in twice and burned us twice, but a few months apart. Would come in, go as far, sit at the bar as far away from the front door as possible, order a cocktail, order an expensive glass of wine, uh, you know, like a you know, fifty-five dollar uh, steak, sides, all that stuff, and then get up to go to the bathroom, and then make his way around the restaurant, past the host stand, out the front door. I, I know exactly the route the route yeah. you're talking about. That's yeah. dastardly. And he, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> and so, the, but when he came back the second time, you, I mean, it's a busy joint. You probably didn't recognize him. It wasn't until like the very end when he disappeared, and the bartender was like, "Oh my God, I remember that guy." Did and it I was again? Like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. It happens. Now Longoria you know, goes to college bars a lot, and when Longoria goes to college bars, they they take his credit card. Like if you start a tab, they oh, want yeah, the credit card up front. <laughs> they should for sure. Um, as, as far as the dining, the, the, the uh, Uber Eats and the Grubhub stuff, in the as far as I know, um, from our end, the restaurant end, and we don't do that at McKendrick's either. But that's not what we you know we don't want anybody sure. handling the food between us and the guests. But um, in the early days. The disputes, the restaurant would get hit. It would be the provider, Uber Eats or Grubhub. Mm-hmm. They would have to cover that. We would get paid regardless. Now, I don't know if that's changed now because of the pandemic or the, the uptick in that those apps being used, but uh, it used to be the restaurants were, were free and clear on that. But, uh, you know, I don't know if that's changed. Yeah, according to the article there uh, from CBS LA, that the, the restaurants were feeling the brunt of the, uh, the chargeback, if you will, and they were – I guess because you know the money come it goes through Uber Eats, so Uber Eats right. will will direct deposit to the restaurant. But if that if that there's a dispute, they will then take it back. They have access to the accounts, I guess. And yeah, well, that's a horrible that's a horrible way to go. But they, yeah. I guess it is what it is. But that's the left coast, and we live on the right coast. That's all that really matters. There you so. go. Good, uh, Steve. Good to hear from you. I hope everyone's doing well at McKendrick's. Uh, what's yeah. what's popping now? What's special? What do you got on on the menu that we should uh, uh, enjoy? Beautiful. beautiful uh, Speaking of the steakhouse, we got some beautiful Florida red snapper that's fantastic, and of course, all the prime beef. You can't go wrong. All right, Alex Williams. Do you know what uh, red snapper is? Does Alex Williams know what red snapper is? I do. What fish. is it? It is a fish. Alex Williams knew that food. <laughs> Steve, thanks, buddy. Good to hear from you. You too, brother. Thanks. All right, we're going to come back. Uh, more recalls on dining and dashing. What else do we got? Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review, and uh, oh, horoscopes. Any of you still? Any of you believe in horoscopes? Admit it and call now. 
before I flame you on the air. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. A SunTrust checking account lets you stay on top of your money. Hey, this is former governor of Texas, Rick Perry, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Oxicamelena, kangaroo, 736, 24 in front of 8. Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. Johnny Cabasa straight ahead with a fast food review. Uh, I think we're all, you know, the engineer, Tim, he's such a good dude, and he's such a great engineer. He came back in here. Push some buttons, and I think we're good to go, Deborah. I he's mean, he's got that magic touch; like he just looks at something and it's fixed. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know for a hundred percent because I still the monitor still off in here, but at least we're on the air right now, and people can get uh, somewhat decent broadcast. So you know, we're not. This is the last twenty-four minutes. We don't. We're not. We say we don't save the best. For, well, we save Johnny Kibasa. So this is the best twenty-four <laughs> minutes of talk radio. I apologize. Um, we're gonna to Johnny in just a second. Uh, Longoria, Loti, and Deborah, the bananas. Do you? Ever check your horoscopes? No. Longoria? It's been a while. It's yeah. been years. I mean, yeah. I used to yeah. on a reg. But when I was like, in high school, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But not. Deborah, never. I see it somewhere, like it's if I'm reading a magazine and it's got it, I'm like, oh, I'll look at it. But yeah. I don't go seeking it. I, I didn't, uh, like when I was younger, yeah. I would do it. Um, I don't know why, but I remember it was a big deal on my birthday because in the newspaper, I, I don't even know if they do the horoscopes in the newspaper anymore, I remember but on those. your birthday, it was like, if today's your birthday and they'd give you like two paragraphs, yeah, yeah. birthday yeah. horoscope. Yeah. yeah. Instead those, of like, Oh, uh, like the daily one, whatever. It'd be like, ah, whatever. Suck it. You know, like, generic and yeah. yeah. Well, on your birthday, it was like two or three paragraphs. Like this year is going to be phenomenal. Here's what, blah. And I don't know. I guess I just realized, like, what a bunch of malarkey that is. Like, it's. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's <laughs> but I see, nonsense. I see people on social media. They're like, Taurus season's here. Like, what? I have a friend because I'm in August. So I'm a Virgo, and she constantly, all year round, posts these horoscope things about people born and a Virgo and her. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's just like what nonsense. kind of uh, witchcraft are you? I don't do you know. That's in? what I want to ask her. The, you know what got me started on this is so weird. <laughs> what got me started on looking at horoscopes uh, when I broke up with my girlfriend uh, years ago in high school, and I would look at her horoscope, see if it were bad things coming. <laughs> You know, and then I'd be like, "Well, look nice. at mine." You just you know? weren't compatible signs. That's why I don't know, but I'd be like, "Let's see what let's see what hers is." Uh, oh yeah, she's gonna have a bad day today. Nice. Yeah. You know, <laughs> obviously I don't believe it. Anyway, why are we talking about horoscopes? Uh, a new uh, survey that Deborah Green found said forty eight percent of adults in America are influenced by their star signs predictions. Half, uh, is this, is this, uh, please tell me this is the UK. Barclays, is that a United Kingdom? I think they're based out of the UK. All right, so maybe this is not Americans, because that makes me feel better. But 48% say they're influenced by their star signs predictions. That's ridiculous. Come on. That is so ridiculous. 33% say they make life choices based on the advice of their horoscope. (laughs) That cannot be that high. I I can't imagine it is. 20% now they are... More likely to look to astrology for life guidance than they were pre twenty twenty. So now the okay, pandemic, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, I need a sign." You might as well go yeah, for something. Virgo yeah. season, oh, so stupid. Nearly twenty five percent say they feel less controlled their finances now before the pandemic. I don't know what that has to do with uh, the horoscope, but if you're a horoscope, sell me on it. 
Sell me on the horoscope, people. If you're a horoscope person, pitch me like you're in a cult and get What's, me to join. What is your sign? Maybe someone can tell you something Sagittarius. about Sagittarius. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Sagittarius season, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Christy's in Grayson. Christy, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey. Well, I can't sell you on the horoscope thing, but I can definitely comment on tipping. Okay. And being a big tipper. So I did wait tables out of out of high school, out of college as a... I'll say a young working person, and I moved to a new city, thought it was a good thing to do. So I really got an appreciation for it. But my son worked at, and I won't name the place, but we'll just call it a chain wing restaurant pre-COVID. Gotcha. And was a host and made maybe a quarter more than the servers. And they did a ton of to-go business and never got tipped, particularly by people picking up to-go orders. And it got even worse as I got into COVID and more DoorDash and all of that got picked up. So it wasn't a great thing. It's always been a little general. gray area. I think now it's yeah. kind of black and white, but it was always a gray area. Like, do you tip when you go to pick up? You order something and you go to pick up. Uh, do you tip the, the person or not? I, I mean, I always did, but I think now yeah. it's it's more commonplace to do that. Now, as far as uh, you, your your son was the host at, at this restaurant, right? Yeah. So when we and when I was, was a waiter, main job. When yep. we, I was a waiter, the host would get tipped out by the waiters. Mm-hmm. Like we would tip out the busboy and the host because they help make make our jobs easier. So he should have been getting tipped out by the servers there too. Yeah, and it was weird. They had like two or three hosts working, kind of depending on how how busy it was going to be. And one was worried about seating people, and then the other two usually kind of split the two. And then one was almost always dedicated to to go, because even pre COVID they did a ton of to go business. But when DoorDash and Grubhub got popular, then like he started missing out on tip money yeah. because they were picking up. It's it so and it it's unfortunately kind of uh, well, twist. it depends on which way you look at it. It's uh, the food delivery is, has changed the landscape of of restaurants now 100%. We'll see if that if that keeps up post pandemic or not. Uh speaking of food, and now on the Mark Aram show, it's time for the fast food review. Yeah. Joining us live on that greasy salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight oof. We do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa in the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. Great time to be in the fast food world, Mark, even though it's not a great time to be in your studio. Welcome back after that thing. <laughs> I thought of, I don't know what I thought. Yeah. Everything went blank. The lights went out. I thought it was a cyber attack. Yeah. Well, hey. Fish sandwich season's in full gear. As we know, everybody's got their fish sandwich. Everybody's been eating fish sandwiches for the last couple weeks, and we still got a couple more weeks to go with that. But as we know, Mark, the chicken sandwich wars still rage. And now the big people on the block, Mark, McDonald's finally chiming in with their long anticipated crispy chicken sandwich in not one form not two forms but three different forms and it's out right now and your doordash people they're actually giving you a free one if you order 15 dollars worth of doordash from mcdonald's you get a free crispy chicken sandwich or you can get a spicy crispin crispy chicken sandwich or deluxe crispy chicken sandwich so these aren't 
a big Christmas, crispy. I, I'll keep wanting to say Christmas sandwich because it's almost <laughs> like Christmas when the crispy chicken. So, come so out. Uh, real, real quick, lay out the three versions that are now available at McDonald's. The three versions of the crispy uh, chicken sandwich. Yeah, you got the normal version. That's the crispy chicken sandwich, and that's going to be the minimalist approach, like the original from Chick Fil A that everybody seems to be copying. You have to have the the crinkle cut um, pickles on top of it, and then you've got the a patty that's not like the old mcdonald's chicken it's a little more juicier it's a little more breaded and uh, then they're also putting it on a potato bun split top potato bun that you don't see very often from mcdonald's so that's the regular version you want to spice it up a little bit they'll put a uh a spicier mix on the chicken patty sandwich and then they're going to give you a little pepper sauce on top of that and that's the spicy version now if you just got a raise at work or something you want to go deluxe of course, they'll give you the mayo, lettuce, and tomatoes on the deluxe crispy chicken sandwich. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tweet out a picture of them. They look good, but the the earlier reviews have not been very positive on on Twitter and social media. Uh, McDonald's kind of getting blasted for by consumers on on this chicken sandwich. What what do you think, Johnny? If we go to to do this, is there one that you prefer more than the others? Well, of these three, I like the spicy the most. But yeah, if you're going to bring... A lot of these places have come out with the main, like, premier, premium entree chicken sandwiches. And McDonald's came out and said, okay, we got the little guy for you. So, hey, you know, they're not trying to bring in the little guy to do a big guy's job. This is just, this is a side dish type of chicken sandwich. So don't expect it to be like the big one, like Popeye's is going to give you. You need to get two or three of these chicken sandwiches to do the same job that a good Popeye's chicken sandwich is going to do. All right, so Longoria and I need more than one. Deborah can, can knock out one. Chuck can have one. But Longo and I need two at least. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And I would say Longo, if nobody's looking, go for the fourth. I know you're on a <laughs> diet, but heck with it. <laughs> nice. Um, so real quick, and this is not as big as the, uh, and I just tweeted that picture out, not as big as this, but Johnny, I know you know this, but uh, Burger King has brought back their cheesy tots. Uh, they disappeared from the lineup in 2009, but they're bringing them back now. Uh, an eight pack of tots, just two bucks. We were a fan of those, right, Johnny? The, the cheesy tots? We definitely were. You are definitely a big fan of a tot. I personally happen to think that tater tots are the most overrated side dish in the food. I know we see things differently here, but yeah. I'm just not as impressed with tater tots as everybody else is. All right, but there's there's cheese in them though, so that that helps, right? <laughs> Anything stuffed with cheese makes it better. Of course. Yeah. Were the, when Alex Williams' wife was feeding feeding you tater tots at Longoria, were they mm. were they stuffed with cheese or no. were they just the regular? No. Was Not she that. dipping them in sauces first? I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, that. I don't remember sauces being involved. All she right. gave you dry tater tots. What kind of yeah, friend well, is that? I don't know. I think there was at least ketchup involved. Johnny was there that night. I don't know. Yeah, Johnny, you don't remember? You were sitting across from me. <laughs> yeah, you, you were there that night. Wasn't yeah, you? I, I, I remember. Yeah, I was drooling, and I was also pounding uh, everybody's drinks when they. There you go. All right, so uh, there we go. You know what? I'm gonna. I'll try one of these this week. And uh, I'll give you my feedback. But Johnny says, if you're going to do it, get the spicy, but get more than one. Johnny K, appreciate you as always. And if the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter. Johnny Kobasa rocks on Instagram. And the Sausage Chart Podcast on any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. All things Kielbasa on johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. Anytime, bro. There you go. Chicken sandwich uh, coming in in uh, fish sandwich season. Interesting. You know, McDonald's trying to slide it under the radar. They're like, well, let's just let's slowly roll this out during fish season. And maybe, you know, I don't know. It got blasted on online.
No one liked it? No, mm. no. Jay Black's going to try it this week. And he's, he said it, he was very pumped about it this morning, mm. messaging me. What do you know? What do you, I'm hearing that. What do you know? Yeah. yeah I was like, <laughs> What's the chatter? I was like, Jay, just check it out. Uh, Lisa is in Smyrna. Lisa, are you going to sell me on horoscopes? Well, the columns that you look at are for sun sign astrology. There's 12 planets involved, and there's thousands of combinations. So if you want the truth, you have to get an astrologer to do your chart. I used to do a column for a monthly magazine, and everything I predicted actually came through. Of course. And and I've had friends who uh, I did call, uh, charts for, and uh, they were spooked by what I told them. Do you want so to do? Do you want to do my chart, Lisa? Uh, no, I I don't. This is back in the eighties. I don't do it anymore. So how, now, how many plans did you say there were? Twelve. What what are uh, so? Well, well, we count we count the moon and the sun, you know, but. Uh, then you've got the nine planets, and then you've got the nodes, and it's a very the precise nodes? sign. Yeah, what? yeah. What are the nodes? <laughs> it's the elliptical point uh, between uh, the planet, uh, between the Earth and um, the ellipsis. Interesting. Anyway. By the way, this yeah. is uh, relating to this. had nothing to do with astronomy, but uh, relating to your call, I just watched a documentary. Uh, there's only eight planets now. Pluto lost its planetary distinction. Again? Yeah. Oh. Right. So there's eight. So that did it might... get it back? What's that? It did. It got I it back it got and it, it kicked back. it out yeah. again? I think so. Wow. Oh, poor Pluto. Yeah. It was a really interesting documentary about... Uh, anyway, I won't bore you with the details. Oh. But as far as I know, double check me during the break. But I, last, according to this documentary, it's no longer a planet again. So that would mess up everybody's astrological 19-planet horoscope chart reading. Uh, let's see if Russ believes in uh, horoscopes. We'll check in when we come back. Russ and Gainesville next on The Mark Aram Show. Come on. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Welcome back. Uh, things seem to be uh, back to normal here in the studio. So thanks again to... Uh, Lovely Tim, our uh, excellent engineer. Uh, Russ joins us in Gainesville, Georgia. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk. What's to going you. on, Russell? Hey, uh, guess who's here? Corrali. Hey, Corrali. Welcome back to Corrali. Very nice. Corrali, uh, my Puerto Rican girlfriend. Say hi, Corrali. <laughs> Hello, guys. Hey, Corrali. Welcome back. We missed you. Um, how did your uh, vaccination go, Russ? It was good. It didn't hurt or anything. I, I waited an hour and a half. But that's not too bad. Now, so, you have to go back for the second shot, or did you get the yeah, one shot deal? that's the thing. 28 days? All right, we'll remind you. I'll put it in my calendar to remind Russ and Gainesville to get that second shot. Okay. All right. I got you, Russ. Yeah, what happened to the roommate that you met on Facebook? Did she move in or no? No. Uh, I, she kind of going back and forth. You know, every time she wants to come i'm too busy then when i say come on then she won't answer me so you know i don't know uh just let it go uh, corrally's back you got karen uh, life is good russ you don't need another headache and as chuck said you might lose a kidney so just stick uh, stick with the okay. girls that brought you to the dance buddy okay all right uh <laughs> there you go all right bye corrally bye karen bye russ bye guys see ya. uh larry's in norcross larry real quick buddy what do you have well Getting to the horoscope? Yes. Family member has a uh, huge grain farm in northeast Georgia. Mm-hmm. And he's highly educated. He, he's got a degree in engineering, uh, major in mechanical, minor in uh, civil. Then he also has an agricultural degree from the University of Georgia. Larry, what does that have to do with the horoscope? Real quick. 
Well, he plants totally by the almonds, the, the zodiac signs of the almonds. Oh, interesting. All right, Larry, I ran out of time. Uh, call back tomorrow, though. I want to hear more about that. I want to know more and about now, that. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram start? Uh, I'm giving it to Tim, the engineer, right? I mean, he he came in and saved he the doubled lo- back for us. Whatever long Gory did to screw up the show, Tim came in and, uh, <laughs> and, and <laughs> saved it. take for. stars away for that? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Long Gory's down 59 pounds, Chuck. That's right. crazy. As soon as he becomes skinnier than me, we're in trouble. Uh-oh. And you're close. I am. We're like neck and neck right now. We are. Skinny, good-looking son out of a gun. gets more desserts and cookies. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it won't be too long, buddy. <laughs> On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.